Hey, Fidelity. What's it cost to invest with the Fidelity app? Start with as little as $1 with no account fees or trade commissions on U.S. stocks and ETFs. Hmm, that's music to my ears. I can only talk. Investing involves risk, including risk of loss. Zero account fees apply to retail brokerage accounts only. Zero dollar commission applies to online U.S. equity trades and ETFs and retail Fidelity accounts. Sell order assessment fee not included. Some account types and securities excluded. Details at fidelity.com slash commissions. Fidelity Brokerage Services, LLC. Member NYSE SIPC. Are you tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? Well, with 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. He's like, I've spent the night with you and I still like really don't want to date you at all. So I'm going to get into that van over there. Yeah, like it's over. Hello and welcome to Here to Make Friends, a HuffPost podcast about the Bachelor franchise, where we lovingly snark on Bachelor in Paradise and Bachelor-adjacent shows. Whether you love Bachelor in Paradise or love to hate it, we'll decode what this reality show reveals about the world of dating, hooking up in the ocean, and semi-open relationships. I'm Emma Gray, Senior Women's Editor. And I'm Claire Fallon, Culture Writer. Thanks for tuning in to our final Paradise Recap. Ugh, we're crying already. This week, we're going to discuss Carly and Kirk's truly painful breakup, Jade and Tanner's dream proposal, and what the term whimsical attachment really means. Spoiler alert, it doesn't mean anything. We'll also talk about what we plan to do during our post-Paradise Sunday and Monday nights, which, um, I guess, drink heavily? Yeah, I'll I'll see you at the bar. (laughs) And today we're joined by J.J. Lane, our favorite resident Bachelor in Paradise hero, who will give us the inside scoop on the finale and his thoughts on new Bachelor Ben Higgins. And now, paradise. For the last time. Aww. We have a, a fair amount to talk about this week, so much so that I'm forgetting what happened. But I well, think we should just dive in. We'll just in. dive in. Thanks so much for joining us, JJ. You're welcome. Um, so, night one, Ashley, I, and Jared went to the fantasy suite, and... Everyone is sort of waiting to find out if they've had sex, as far as I can tell. That was, like, kind of an awkward start to the to the finale, I thought. They made some uh, popping of cherries jokes. Yeah, they got yeah. to that the was fantasy about suite, and there were, like, cherries everywhere. Yeah, it, you know, they're like, hey, you know, I, I think I saw, like, like, some champagne and stuff. Since when are cherries, like, maraschino cherries involved <laughs> with drinking champagne, right? And, uh, you know, I think Ashley, like, literally unwittingly just grabbed the cherry. And the producer was like, she took the bait. She took <laughs> it. Got it. Like, yeah, it was, like, I don't know. Like, that was way too. Um, it was very on the nose. Yeah. Also, you got into the fantasy suite and there were just, like, padded surfaces everywhere. It's like one bed was not enough. They were like, everywhere you turn, here is an opportunity for you to just <laughs> They're giving Jared way too much credit with that. They're thinking, like, you know, like, no, Jared's not going to be sitting here, you know, you know, taking her, you know, multiple locations, you know, fully on, like an expose, you know, expose. Like, that's not going to happen. So, um, 
Yeah. Yeah. Is Ashley really going to, oh gosh. Yeah. I'm like treading lightly. Like the whole virginity thing is, is something that I don't. Yeah. (laughs) It was weird how they, like, it's like they came back and everyone was like, show us the sheets. We need to know. (laughs) And I was like, okay, this is a little private. But well, they also showed them walking, and I'm sure every you know everyone was kind of like you know kind of checking to see if she was moving a little slower. I'm <laughs> oh <kidding>. God! <laughs> I mean, she she I think she was, but just sort of out of disappointment. So right, it, it, sound, like, oh. it sounded like all that happened was she maybe watched him. She sleep. She probably <laughs> ate too many cherries, and then like yeah, yeah they ate a lot of upon him. Cherries, drank a bottle of champagne, and yeah. went to bed. He was like, so listen, I'm gonna turn in early. <sighs> You, yeah, like, I mean, just imagine, like, him him laying there and, and just kind of rolling over facing the other way and her just kind <laughs> of, like, sitting up in bed, just kind of, like, very, like, watchfully just kind of, you know, watching him breathe and sleep and, you know, who knows if she, you know, all night. So that's Sometimes the, that's just all you want, you know, is just to just watch the guy while he's vulnerable and defenseless, <laughs> you know? Yeah, I prefer, you know, honestly, all I want is good cuddling, but, you know. <laughs> I feel yeah, you and Jared have that in common. <laughs> yeah, maybe kind of, maybe that is a category in, you know, like the porn websites is, you know, some, you know, just heavy breathing watching or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, but he finally, like, really takes care of it. He's like, I've spent the night with you and I still, like, really don't want to date you at so all. So I'm going to get into that van over there. Yeah, and like, it's over. <laughs> I thought it was really smart. Of him to because Jared is like the guy that like literally can do no wrong. I mean, you know, for a while they're like I could have saved an orphanage, you know, of burning, you know, a burning orphanage and every one of the ch- children, and they would have been like, oh, the cat died, so screw JJ, right? <laughs> and Jared could have lit the orphanage on fire, <laughs> and they would have found some reason, like, well, it wasn't a bad part of town, and like the building needed to be regentrified, <laughs> so we'll let him off the hook, right? So I was pumped that Jared didn't have some like amazing grandiose exit because, um, you know, I needed to have some victory. You know, in the whole thing, so <laughs> would have just come right over the top. Yeah, of yeah you, you had the most grandiose exit. I think, absolutely. Of the I think you had the best, the best exit. Yeah. So you'll always have that. Also, at the end, they uh, they pulled the audience during After Paradise and asked who people most wanted to have back, and they voted for Jared. I was so confused. Yeah, I was like, people don't know what makes good TV. This is why being a producer is like a specialized skill. Right. Well, obviously. Ashley and Ashley were the clear choices of that poll. Right. Like, who makes good TV? Ashley and Ashley. And you, JJ. Yeah. Uh, But you weren't on the poll. (laughs) I'm shocked that, yeah, I mean, like, of all the, all right, (laughs) Kunis, like, on the Jared thing, love Jared, we've become friends, but we were in the same limo on The Bachelorette, and I remember he got in that limo, and I looked at him, and I was like, well... I'm not getting last place. And, uh, <laughs> and then, you know, as he like kept going through um, and like getting roses, like I constantly was like, okay, this is a puzzle that I cannot solve. And, you know, I was like, I obviously just don't have any edge pieces here because I cannot make any sense of the Jared puzzle. He just keeps like getting roses, sticking around, and now look at him on Paradise. Like, I wonder if uh, he's like the male version of Samantha. Like he has that special thing that people of the opposite sex want, but like people of the same sex are just like, what? How are you like, I don't, <laughs> I don't see it. it. It doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> It's like some sort of a Spengali. Um, yeah. You know, it's just some straw over all these women. It's it's insane to me. I mean, I don't know. I, I can't figure it out. But, you know, Jared, whatever you're doing, um, bottle it because, you know, it's working, dude. 
Yeah, yeah. I suspect that, you know, everyone who comes into his restaurant now, maybe he'll get oh, a, lot yeah. of, a lot of tips. <laughs> Dude, the, his, his oyster bar is probably just crushing it right now. Um, yeah. I, I mean, we're going to take a road trip yeah, just to next. go to the oyster and bar. Now that we have Sundays and Mondays free, yeah. we have to just stalk Jared in Rhode Island. Yeah, that's what we set aside every Sunday and Monday night for that <laughs> exclusively. Just, can we just talk about the Mikey situation? Yeah, oh my that God. is what yes. I was going to bring up next. I almost uh, forgot that happened. So uh, I'm sure – actually, he probably isn't wishing – like, he probably is not even, like, thinking, oh, I wish that didn't happen. Like, I don't know. It was – he sometimes like I never quite understand like if he's quite getting it, but like you know, hey, why was he still there? I think Tanner said he's like you know why is Mikey still here after Julia left? You know he's like well I'm just gonna kind of keep chilling with everybody. I'm gonna show up to this rose ceremony. <laughs> I mean it was really perfect for him because he dumped the person who brought him back, she and left. if she if she'd stayed then that would have been kind of uncomfortable for him. But she very conveniently removed herself from the situation. And he got some more free drinks and, and got he to got really to hit awkwardly on hit on Mackenzie. <laughs> yeah, I know. Oh, man. Even she seemed confused by that. Well, apparently they'd never spoken before. <laughs> she yeah, was like, I don't know you. Mail it and he's like, well, you know, this is kind of like the end where, like, we're going to start forming couples and I might get to, like, cruise away on a fantasy suite. So, um... Yeah, Mackenzie. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. It was so bad. But also, like, there was a weird moment where one of the girls said that Samantha said she wanted to get to know Mikey. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And then Mikey said that Samantha gave him a look. I don't even believe that that happened. What? I Like, at that point, I was like, Samantha has no credibility. There's no way she's interested in Mikey. Like, she's just, like, throwing out every hook that she can (laughs) to make sure that one of them hits someone. Oh, man. Yeah. I mean, well, and on Samantha's front, that kiss with, was it Nick, where, you know, it looked like she's just, like, battling through, like, you know, (laughs) the world's, like, most painful Worst kiss. I mean, that was that was sad, but like I don't know. I guess like they're together. They, yeah, you know, she looked like, miserable whenever she was with him. It was very maybe, confusing. Is she just a miserable person, or is it? I have no <laughs> her idea. Her eyes are just dead. But she was a lot I can't better read at her. faking happiness with Joe. That's true. There was I, more cuddling on. Yeah, surfaces. she seemed she cringed less. I think she actually really liked Joe up until she realized that that was a sinking ship. You know and. You know, she's like, all right, you know, abort. Just jumped on kind of like the plywood <laughs> floating by, which happened to be Nick. And, you know, just kind of rode him the rest of the way into the shore. I loved how she said during the final rose ceremony, she said, I realized that, like, Nick is what a real man is. Joe didn't treat people very well. And I was like, you mean the guy who once, like, screwed a girl out of $250,000? Yeah, he's a real stand-up dude. But um, she seemed pretty satisfied with having well, gotten to stay until the end. So She also did call him her Prince Charming. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Like, just too many, too many fairy tale references yeah. in general. There are just too many fairy tales happening that I just can't keep up with it's them. It's hard. It's hard, too. Um, so... So Mikey dumps Julia in in a weird compliment sandwich. (laughs) Then Mikey gets rejected by Mackenzie, and so he's out. 
Um, the rose ceremony Julia. was like, oh, oh yeah. I feel terrible for Juliet only because that has to be the like to, on your record on your resume that Mikey broke up with you. I mean, like that has got to be like the worst insult <laughs> yeah. ever. Like, my guess is like he's never dumped any girl. Like he's probably only been the you know getting dumped. So. Um, I, I just thought it was, I was like, He oh, spent man. the whole season trying to get just any girl there, <laughs> yeah. including Julia. Right. I was confused when Julia was like, I always felt a connection to Mikey. And I feel that that was, she was conveniently forgetting the time that he tried to force himself on her. And she was not yeah, into that, it at all. Yeah, whole like, uh, yeah, so like, you want to make out? Like, she's like, what? No. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Give me that, give me that kiss. <laughs> <laughs> And wait, so we have to talk about the rose ceremony because it was an incredibly dramatic rose ceremony. And before we even got to the rose ceremony, didn't we have Cassandra and Cassandra and Justin's date? Did yeah. that happen before the rose? Oh, right. Cassandra arrives. So <laughs> this we, too we, much we, happened. Too much happened. Justin, you know, Justin is literally like <laughs> it's so funny. Like the dude is, you know, went actually fairly far on the Bachelorette had like five one-on-one dates and I still feel like he's the most forgotten man in like the history of reality TV. Like he doesn't um, ever seem to say anything very interesting. <laughs> yeah. He's just he, kind of, yeah. He just kind of cruises along and just kind of, yeah. I mean, I think I mean, that he keeps that horrifying haircut because it's the only memorable thing about him. And then people can be like, Oh, Justin, he's the one with the floppy center parted hair. But I was just so distracted That's by true. how bad his hair was. I don't think I heard anything he had to say. <laughs> But he was kind of a hot commodity because he got asked out by Jacqueline because at Are that you point— really a hot commodity when Jacqueline is asking you out? I, I mean, mean, she was only the first. <laughs> he did go on, like, five dates. Yeah, he he went out with Mackenzie. With Amber. With Cassandra. He was, Cassandra. He was, he was the last the one there. Yeah, all of the, the, the female thought leaders were, like, yeah. targeting Justin. Like, I just can't <laughs> wait to conversate with him. Well, that was the amazing thing is Jacqueline was like, I can't ask out Mikey because he's stupid. But you know what? I'm really excited to see what happens with Justin. And I was like, have you spoken to Justin? Like, I don't think there's, like, a, a less interesting conversationalist on the entire show. Though Jacqueline did tweet at me that a few weeks ago that Justin is dumb as rocks. So... So apparently maybe she, she figured it out. Maybe after the she's fact. a little bitter after yeah. he uh, after he <laughs> left preemptively. For- this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes there will be something that is just like nagging at me, bothering me about something in my life, and I just swirl it around and around and around in my head and don't quite know how to address it. And something that can really help me sort that through and like take action is therapy. I completely agree. I've been really stressed lately because I've just been getting sick over and over again. And before I know it, I'm feeling a lot of emotions and I don't even connect where they're coming from with the actual origin. We all carry around these stressors, right? And when we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a great safe space to get things off of your chest and figure out how to actually work through whatever's weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash love to see it today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash love to see it. 
Okay, so you got engaged. Congrats. Now you may be wondering what comes next. If you're planning a wedding, the first thing you need to know about is Zola. With Zola, you can plan your entire wedding in one convenient place. From the day you get engaged and search for the venue to the day you send out your save the dates, make your registry, and even taste your cake. Zola has literally everything you need to make the whole process super easy and actually even enjoyable. There's even a five-star app that helps you plan on the go or, you know, from your couch, which is certainly how, uh, if I was planning a wedding, I would definitely want to do it as loungily as possible. <laughs> so important. I also just know myself. I, I know that planning any kind of event, like even a birthday party, can get very stressful. And so it's been really cool to see friends use Zola. It really seems to make everything a lot less stressful. And as a frequent wedding attender, I love to be able to hop on that Zola registry and just purchase a gift. Easy peasy. I know I've done it. I won't forget. Thank you, Zola. Yeah, everything's all in the same place. It's perfect. Start planning at Zola.com. That's Z-O-L-A.com. I am so glad that it's finally warming up. And it also means that I just want to have fun this summer and I don't want to be worrying about meal prep. And luckily, I can do something about that with Factor, especially because they have so many meal options like Protein Plus, Keto, Vegetarian, something for every diet. Their fresh, never frozen meals are ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every single week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Make your whole day delicious. From breakfast to dessert, stay fueled with easy, nutritious options. I love having a few factor meals just sitting in my fridge, especially because I work from home. It's so nice to finish up a taping and not have to figure out what to cook myself. Just look in my fridge and be like, oh, in two minutes, I can be eating mushroom chicken thighs and wild rice or tomato basil chicken risotto or Santa Fe style green chili beef skillet. And they always have a nice like vegetable side. It feels well-balanced. I feel full after, and it's not a headache at all. Head to factormeals.com slash LTSI50 and use code LTSI50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code LTSI50 at factormeals.com slash LTSI50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and hello to shorts and tees. Oh, I'm so happy the weather is finally turning. If you, like me, have been wanting to update your wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune, then Quince is for you. You can build up a lineup of timeless pieces that will keep you looking effortlessly chic year after year. Like premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. And the best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings right on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices, as well as premium fabrics and finishes. I love Quince for all these staples. I mean, linen is my favorite summer fabric. They have so many amazing linen staples. I also found my new go-to like summer 
running around to the playground in the coffee shop bag. It's the pebbled Italian leather front sling bag. I can just fit a wallet and my phone and my AirPods in it, maybe some lip balm. Absolutely perfect. I'm so obsessed with it. And the price was exactly what I wanted to. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash LTSI for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash LTSI. Article believes in delightful design for every home. And thanks to their online only model, they have some pretty delightful prices too. Their curated assortment of mid-century modern, coastal, hi Tyler Cameron, industrial, Scandi, and boho designs makes furniture shopping simple. Plus, they're dedicated to really thoughtful craftsmanship that honestly stands the test of time and looks good doing it. Article offers fast, affordable shipping across the U.S. and Canada. Plus, they won't leave you waiting around. You pick the delivery time and they'll send you updates every step of the way. I have long been an article girly, like every room of my house my house, my apartment, (laughs) you can see article furniture in. Most recently, we updated our balcony, you know, just in time. It's finally balcony season again, finally warming up in New York. And I have been out there with my coffee, sitting in the toady beach sand dining chair, which is a great little lounger for a small space. Again, New York City apartment. And uh, it just really like elevates our deck. That and the ottoman we bought to go with it. So comfortable, so chic. Also can withstand a whole lot of rain. So important. Article is offering our listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. They're having their Memorial Day sale from May 13th to May 27th, which would be the perfect time to use your store credit on top of sale prices. To claim, visit article.com slash LTSI and the discount will be automatically applied at checkout. That's article.com slash LTSI for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. So, so Jacqueline took a brief break from spitting poison at everyone on the show (laughs) to ask Justin out. And he's like, okay. And then Cassandra, a former NBA dancer who looks sort of like Samantha, but without dead eyes. Yes. Asked Justin out. And he's like, "Um, yeah, I definitely would rather go out with you than Jacqueline. Which I did respect that move. Like, you know, it's <laughs> it's such a power move to be like, yeah, like, I'm totally down, Jacqueline. And then, oh, wow, Sandra's hot. Yeah, I mean, no shame. <laughs> yeah, I don't have a problem telling her. That's I the mean, thing is that Jacqueline was, like, acted really offended. And I was like, sweetie, you would do the exact same thing. Like, you don't give a shit about anyone else here. Like, you wouldn't hesitate. True. Yeah. Everyone's so sensitive and, like, you know, oh, yeah. That's and that's the problem, right? It's like if we're all being honest, like we all talk and you know we all say like the cursory, like, oh yeah, I mean, it, the, the reason we're here is to kind of like tr- like churn over the stones and like figure it out. But the second somebody actually falls through and like practices what they preach, everyone gets so sensitive and upset. Like, how dare you? Like, <laughs> I mean, we went on a date together. It's like yeah, well, yeah. everyone wants to be like the Samantha that like. You don't have to turn over another stone because you could just, you just look have at everyone her forever because she's so beautiful. Um, I think that's unfortunately, the only that thing was not, we learned about her. Yeah, she's really she's beautiful. She's really hot. 
She's um, gorgeous and beautiful. And meanwhile, so so Justin tells Jacqueline that he wants to go out with Cassandra because she's a single mom. And Jacqueline is like, wow, I'm sorry I didn't have a kid when I was 19. And I was like, listen, I think you're smart enough to know that that is not the real thing <laughs> that you're missing that Cassandra has. But— Jacqueline at that point just like sits around until being salty, being salty, uh, and forcing Nick to roll around in the sand in order to Ugh. get her date card <laughs> so that he can give you know, it to Samantha. I'm <laughs> telling you right now, if if I like got screwed out of 250 grand, and then I mean he would be doing a lot more. Yeah, I thought he got off a little bit, a little light. Yeah, he was like, I can't believe you're still holding a grudge. And I was like, that is an enormous amount of money. Like, what do you expect? Yeah, that was the smartest thing she said. She was just like, a $250,000 grudge? Like, of course I'm still holding it. Yeah, she's like, are you going to give me the money? Because then we can just like— We can call it a day. Yeah. Excuse me, at a 250 grand, I'm going back to paradise— but I'm going back with camo and hiding out, like, in, like, <laughs> the bushes, you know, waiting for him. I'm going back for the, like, the show. We're going to settle it. Um, so they go on the date. Sam looks miserable. Nick just, like, stares at her. They fall in love or something. It's super weird. And then rose ceremony time. And, like, everyone goes home. Everyone. Yeah, everyone I mean, goes home. Realistically, like— I, I mean, I was kind of, I was like, when people were standing there and they were kind of acting nervous, it's like, none of you, literally, like, it should be so blatantly obvious that, like, all of who's, you know, you're not getting roses, like, why don't you just go home, but, um, yeah, and not even just drag it into this thing, and so you, like, kind of look like you're getting rejected. Yeah. And it's like, okay, like, I didn't find anybody, like, peace, you know, and just like, I don't know, but everyone, <laughs> I was just, I was so happy to see, like, I love Dan, but... I mean, his exit speech was terrible. Um, Mikey, you know, just it was pretty did, you know, mailed it in. And I was just like, thank you. Like, you know, there was no military, you know, taps being played. So Yeah, they you know. they didn't really. Accept. No. Also, Dan and Mikey both just seemed a little bit like, ugh, whatever, you know. Like, Dan was like, I kind of want to date this other hot girl that just showed up now that Sam is off the table. And I, yeah, he's like, I, like I, I, I'm so interested in Cassandra. They never spoke. Certainly yeah, never but spoke. she is really beautiful and skinny. <laughs> um, but so someone else gave her a rose, and he's like, okay, I guess I'm just going to leave, so bye. I also love how in his exit speech, he just was like, Ashley, we dated, but I wasn't that into you. Amber, <laughs> we dated. Didn't like you much either. <laughs> It's been real. <laughs> yeah, he he like he even like with Ashley had the grace to be like we had a great relationship even though it didn't work out. And with Amber, he He's was like, like I, I was flattered. I was flattered you liked me, but I wasn't into yeah, you. Yeah, thanks for liking yeah. me. That was cool. Um, even though I just suck. all the backhand compliments. Amanda. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like backhand compliments. Not a good look for an exit speech for future reference, Dan. I also appreciated how. Chris Harrison was really trying to sell everyone on the fact that these roses were like a binding lifelong commitment in some way. And he's like, this is not just a rose ceremony. He really got in Kirk's head, I think. Potentially. (laughs) But really, like what, like how did they propose to enforce 
you know, a relationship on these people after you leave paradise? Like, are they going to come to your house and be like, you better be still dating? He was just doing—he was—they're doing exactly what happened is he he was getting in their heads. And then a huge explosion of everyone leaving. Ashley I said some weird thing about having a whimsical attachment to Jared. Oh, yeah. She left before the rose ceremony. Yeah. And she left. Oh, that's right. I actually, I, I, I forgot that she bowed out at that stage. I thought her, uh, I, I actually didn't, I had, I, I liked her exit. I, I thought she was, did a good job with it. Like, I mean, and, you know, I think she admitted, like, she, she kind of grew up on the show. And I think that was actually probably true. But, you know, it's. I certainly uh, hope so. <clears throat> I, yeah, I liked I, her exit I too. Yeah, so. I thought it was good. I blame Tenley for the whimsical attachment thing. It's I feel like Tenley is trying to make some sort of career as a thought leader happen. Well, she did have that vision board notebook yeah. that she was doodling in later on. But no one knows what a whimsical attachment is, so it's confusing. No. But so Ashley I makes this very touching exit. Dan leaves. Mikey Mikey is like, Mackenzie, do you want my rose? And she's like, She's like, no, "No, I'm actually going to leave rather than spend any more time with you. Yeah. And she said, like, she was leaving. She's like, I got a bad vibe from him, which is kind of amazing. And so then Mikey leaves. And then it leaves us with Amber leaves, Ashley S. leaves. Chelsea and Jacqueline. And Jacqueline all leave. Oh, yeah. Well, Chelsea... I I I forget that she even existed. Like obviously she wasn't there when I was there, but like right. they like every now and then like the camera will kind of like quickly pan across and you'll see you're like who is that girl? Um, <laughs> and I like just talk about like taking up space. Like I don't even remember seeing her like, but not very know, much because she's very skinny. Oh, <laughs> I'm not even little. going down that path. <laughs> it's probably wise. Did she yeah. go on a date with Justin? Was she another one of the Justin dates, or was it Nick? Or was it I Nick? think it was Nick. 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 Yeah, it was yeah, Nick. Sure. Does it really matter? You know, no. Just, just dudes. Okay, so they all go home. And, and then, then it paves the way for the, the way. most dramatic <laughs> breakup. Like, I mean, they literally must have gotten every available, um, you know, Chevy Tahoe or whatever. <laughs> because, you know, like, what, eight of those things? And then, like... You know, you got to have like the camera in there to you know get the tears and the drive home. Like, I mean, that was an endeavor just to get that many you know yeah, how, SUVs. In your opinion, in how long between each one? Like, how long were they waiting? Could they all have left like yeah, right there, in like, succession, a taxi or, is, line or did for they like the goodbye? Van? Yeah, did they exit and then they have to wait an hour like right outside the resort? <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be surprised with either one. I mean, like, I wouldn't be surprised if they're like, okay, like. Um, yeah, you're okay. Great. You're now you're leaving, but you're going to sit up here with your suitcase for, or like a holding area for four hours or, you know, they had it just lined up like a, you know, cab line out in front of, you know, the airport. So I have no idea. I mean, that would be a great way to get everyone in a really emotional state too. Just break them down. They're fatigued, <laughs> yeah. you know, ready to go to sleep. Yeah. Just come back Keep- every 10 minutes and be like, the cab will be here soon. Yeah. For hours. It, it, it's like when, like, you're rushing to go to the bathroom and, like, you know, like, you see the door so you kind of relax and, you know, you kind of let your guard down and then you, op- you know, turn the handle and it's locked and you're like, oh, you know, so that's the same kind of thing. You tell them, like, oh, cab's on its way. Oh, it's going to be here any minute. So the guy's like, all right, good. Finally, I'm getting out of this hellhole. So then Carly is like, oh, my God, thank God all the drama is over. Dun dun dun. Oh. The most painful build up to this breakup. They just 
showed so many clips of her being so excited and being like, I'm so relieved that I don't have to worry. And then Kurt getting more and more uncomfortable. Yeah. What, what was your take on this entire breakup? Yeah, I'm, I'm happy you asked. Um, oddly enough, I have I just don't have a very strong opinion about it. I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I've actually been really wrapped around the axle on this because um, I, I kind of see both sides. And, you know, so like I, I definitely don't agree with, you know, the backlash that Kirk's, Kirk's getting because from somebody that actually got to know him really well, like he is, he, he is a great, he's a very, very stand up guy. And like was, in my opinion, like watching, you know, kind of everything go through. I'm like, man, this is the one guy that will avoid all drama. He's going to do it right. And so like when it did happen that way, it was actually like just so confusing to me. And I mean, obviously I think he got over his skis a little bit. I think he got really scared um, and panicked when he started hearing, you know, kid talk and stuff like that. And I think, you know, for him, he's like, wow, like I've been here for 20 days or something, you know, like, and we're kind of having this talk. And I, I just think it, it set off some, some panic bells and he just didn't address it early enough because he was afraid of how the fallout would be. And then he was like, Oh my gosh, like, but I got to address it before we leave and can't go back to real life. And I just, I think he, he deserves a little forgiveness from people, but at the same time, like it was painful watching Carly, um, you know, feel that pain. Cause I remember talking to her about him and how happy she was. And like, she wore it on her sleeve as you can see in the show. And that breakup, uh, was probably the most real thing I've ever seen on reality TV. Like that was like, we were in somebody's living room during like a really serious breakup. And it was, it was intense. Like, I don't know. I, I felt bad for both parties, but I feel like Kirk should have a little grace given his way as well. Yeah. No, I actually completely agree with you. And I just felt like I was having weird PTSD from breakups I've oh, been yeah. through watching their conversations. I think both of them are good people. I really like both of them. And you can see how someone would get in that situation. But it was just so painful to watch. I was like so re-experiencing actual feelings that I had during my worst breakup. When, when she said <laughs> that she felt like she was going to vomit, I like it was. I was physically uncomfortable because huh. you yeah. can just you can just and imagine when she what that feeling him is. Walking onto After Paradise, I felt that like extremely scraped out inside, hollow feeling that you feel when you like see someone who broke your heart, and like it's just like. Oh, I just like felt all of it because it's it seems so real for them, and you don't see that on the show a lot. Because I think so often people are holding back parts of themselves because people are juggling relationships, but they were so committed, and it just oh god, it was so tough to watch. Right, and I think often we see people in real caricatures, obviously, on shows like this, and this breakup felt pretty. Fairly unedited, I think, compared to a lot of other things that we see. And you couldn't, like, write one of them off as just an idiot or a horrible person. Yeah. It's an amazing analogy you make with, like, the PTSD. And how you guys are going back to, like, other relationships. The way he was just talking and pleading and, like, I mean, almost like, and the way his tone of his voice shifted, like, it brought back horrible memories for me of like right when my ex and I separated and it was like, it was the weirdest feeling. And that's why I was like, it was such a, 
such a draw, but at the same time, like, I mean, I think everybody was like, I mean, just, and that's probably why Kirk is getting such backlash because every female is like now being forced to go back to like their worst breakups. Right. Yeah. And it's just like reliving it. But, uh, I mean, personally, I, I, I don't think he should be getting a ton of hate cause relationships are tricky and like, yeah. But at the same time, like I, I just, I feel like an outpouring of just like generalized like anger that this sort of thing happens because like like he can he says like oh i got freaked out that we were talking about kids but it's pretty clear that like he was actively participating in those conversations and it's like that fear that women have that like we have to be so afraid of talking about real life with guys because they can't handle it right and they even get freaked if, out even and if they gonna, talk about it and they're not going to communicate that fear and granted of course these conversations are uncomfortable but i think that you know just when you're in any kind of relationship you have to accept the responsibility of being a communicator yeah it's uh oh man well uh yeah, I mean, you guys said it. Like, I don't yeah. even have any more Yeah, we're not going to make you say anything mean about Kirk. No. He seems like a nice guy. Yeah, he does. He does. We just really great. wanted them to work out. And I also did feel Likewise. a little bit of, you know, it was a little bit satisfying to kind of see Carly sort of really stand her ground be like, I don't want to have this conversation with you. You want to have a conversation, but, like, you don't, you know, he kept saying, but you deserve a conversation. And she just kind of said, but you don't. I need to leave. And if I was her, I would have wanted to, like, get a, the hell away from the cameras when I was feeling that, too. So I felt for her. But I also—I I agree. Kirk shouldn't be getting, I think, the hatred that maybe he is getting. We all know that people feel a lot of creative license on social media. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you said it. They're both actually really awesome people. And, you know, this was real. Like, breakups happen every day. Right. It just so happened that they had one on TV and this was like an actual real breakup. And, um, you know, everyone kind of gets to just judge it. But, man, if 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 we were all being judged for our breakups and how we handle, you know, unwinding <laughs> relationships. Oh, my gosh. Like, man, yeah. You know, I just when, when he said back like, in the day, so, oh I, mean, like, I mean, that would have been interesting if I had just followed my old demo. Yeah, that <laughs> um, wouldn't have looked good. No. Like, when, Carly's like, wait, where did JJ go? <laughs> <laughs> he left an hour ago. He's never coming back. <laughs> yeah. When Kirk was like, that was the worst breakup I ever had. I was like, um, you should ask the guy that broke up with me. And then I refused to leave his room for like six hours because I was <laughs> crying hysterically. Like that is probably worse. Like I think you got off easy, Kirk, buddy. Breakups are not pretty. You cuffed yourself to, to his radiator. Yeah. His, <laughs> yep. his apartment. He yeah. was trying to drag me and I was like, like no. no. Yeah. It's it's not something I would want to see televised, but you know, it's uh, it's part of life. So on to happier things. Yeah. Um, the last hour was a little bit more uplifting. Uh, we got to see the last couples go on really quick dates. Fantasy suites. They suite only dates. showed the fantasy suites. And so the remaining couples were Cassandra and Justin, who met two days before, uh, Tenley and Joshua, Jaden, Tanner, and Samantha and Nick. Yeah. So, full disclosure. Um, I did not watch the episode last night because um, I was too busy, you know, just having just a real awesome time in my life. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> what? No. You can do actually, without no, watching, watching the show? The show? 
<laughs> Believe it or not, I had a date last night. Um, what? And chose to go on a date rather than watch the show. Yeah, is that crazy or what? Oh my it goodness. It is crazy. How'd it go? Was it a good date? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm smiling at you right now. It was a great date. Wow. Did you meet on Tinder? Uh, that, by the way, how funny is that? Like, I had no idea that was coming. And like, I checked my Twitter last night, like really late. And I see it's like, JJ still like available on Tinder. I was like, oh boy. And like, of course, pick my like duck face. Uh, it's like, yeah, even when I win, I still lose. <laughs> um, no, we did not meet on Tinder, but, uh, <laughs> Well, I mean, you you know the the broad strokes of of what happened last yeah. night because your your buddy got engaged. So so happy for him. Yeah, I ended up. I, I saw them late last night afterwards. Um, so that was finally like. I mean, obviously we've known, and so like to, just to see them like finally be able to like be out and like you know together, and I mean, both of them are extremely happy and i think the poll that they showed on after paradise which i i randomly saw just like the screenshot of the poll and it was like 87 percent to 13 percent um on who will get married first between caitlin and sean and jade and tanner i was like that actually is legit like i think uh you know tanner and jade have something that's very very rare like they just their personalities are amazingly kind of fit for each other they're very like laid back and um, I think they really do love each other and, you know, I'm, I'm hoping so because I really want to go back to Mexico, um, <laughs> a year from now and watch a wedding. Yeah. Yes. I mean, we want to yeah, watch we a wedding, see that. but maybe this time without like the strangers and bikinis in Are you attendance. Kidding me? Like, yeah, they're, <laughs> they're going to find a way. You know? <laughs> I'm sure they will. But like, so did did you guys like see Jaden Tanner together prior, or were they like in deep dark hiding? Well, I mean, I I never saw them together. I mean, like I haven't seen either one since it was done. I, mean, I, I talked to Tanner all the time, but like um, I was never seeing them together or anything like that. I mean, they I think they basically had to be in hiding, or you know, and keeping it very low profile. Does he seem really happy? Yes, they are very like they. If last night was an indication, they seem ecstatic. Oh, I was genuinely, like, I was genuinely happy like, about them. I was sobbing during the proposal. <laughs> My boyfriend thought I was insane. It was pretty cute. Well, I found yeah. that I almost found this relationship to be feel more genuine than the Bachelor and the Bachelorette proposals. Because they actually chose each other out of a group of more like they were just presented with one option. Yeah. I'm like, you yeah. must love this person. And and think about it, too. Like, <laughs> the amount of time that they had, I mean, they kind of over the, I mean, Tanner and Jade kind of just live like the, they're on the beach like they were just like a real, like, just dating couple. And it was almost like an old married couple at times um, and, and some of their behaviors and stuff. And so, like, it wasn't, it didn't have kind of all, like, the pretense and, like, the, you know, pomp that, you know, you know, all the one-on-ones that Caitlin and Sean would go on and like, you know, just, oh, hey, I'm going to steal 15 minutes away from you and talk to the cocktail party. It's like they just hung out whenever they wanted. And I think the relationship is built on, you know, a foundation of stone um, and not sand. Yeah. Despite yeah. the fact that they, you know, met on sand. You know, I think <laughs> that's... 
Yeah, they seem really like when you see the the bachelor couples a lot of the time afterwards, there's like a little bit of tension because they've just watched their partner like date twenty other, a bunch people. Of other people, and you can see they just look totally happy and relaxed, and it's really beautiful. Um, so I felt reaffirmed in the existence of love, and then I was like, "Hey, boyfriend, they just met like two months ago, and they're oh. engaged." So, <laughs> what's so this the deal? is just really an excuse for you to yeah. to put the pressure on. Um, and do you know Oops. it said that they were moving in together? Do you know if that's actually happening? And what city? That's my question. Um, you know, I haven't actually. I mean, it's Kansas City. I mean, you know, Tanner's. You know, got to keep. I mean, he's keeping his job. Um, so, I mean, it would be Kansas City. Like, I haven't actually. I don't. I don't know one hundred percent if they're moving in or what the timing on that kind of stuff is. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I actually don't have all the details on that. Okay. I bet she can make cosmetics from anywhere, though. So that's yeah. it's nice to have that flexibility. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Jade's flexible from lo- a location standpoint. You know, Tanner's obviously much more. You know, locked down with you know your standard nine to five. So yeah, and wow. apparently Samantha and Nick are also still together, seeing each other's families. Joshua and oh, Tenley are oh. not together. Not together. Yeah, Samantha and Nick. It's funny. I mean, like no one. You know, we're not sitting there all just chatting with Samantha. You know, be like, oh, you know, what's fresh? What's going on? No, like I mean, I I don't think many people are. You know, really. I think she burned, she napalmed her bridges. So <laughs> she and Amber are yeah, still friends. Yeah, it seems friends. like Amber's her only, only friend from the franchise. And I guess, yeah, Nick. Amber could tell us anything because there's no one else to fact check it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. Amber, I feel like, is just, you know, probably, I don't know, just trying <laughs> to be friends with anybody from the show and, you know. And then the best surprise of last night was that. Cassandra is no longer with Justin, and she's with Jonathan, which seems way better. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, well, is that really a surprise? I mean, the fact that she's not with Justin was not a surprise. No, yeah, I 100% assumed that they were going to break up, but it is kind of a good, it's a good Bachelor Nation twist that she just randomly started, you know, met and started dating Funny someone story else is so Jonathan like I, when when I saw him like you know like when I when I found out that um you know he was dating Cassandra like I couldn't help but just like laugh and be really happy because in the entire time he was on paradise he was just like oh man I hope Cassandra comes I hope Cassandra comes he's like Aww. I think she's going to be the one that like I really want to meet her and I believe they live in the same city and so like he is just he wanted so badly to meet her, and so he ended up like running into her after the show because like they never hooked him up by bringing her in for him. Um, but uh, yeah, he like a total random run in, not bachelor setup or anything like that. And uh, and obviously like you know the rest is history. You know he closed the deal, so it's, yeah. it's cool to see. I'm happy. Chris for him. Harrison was like sort of trying to take credit for it, and they were like, "We met at work." Yeah, it actually had so, nothing to do with you, yeah, Chris. Yeah, thanks Sorry. for nothing. Yeah, it did. Yeah, like, don't, yeah, don't, I mean, jeez, come on, Chris. Yeah. Um, so before we totally wrap this up, we also wanted to look ahead a little bit to the next season of The Bachelor after we all have a nice long vacation. <laughs> a few months off. <laughs> yeah, uh, we saw that you've been 
you know, hanging out with Ben? Well, I don't hang out with Ben. Um, basically, they have, you know, contracted me to just be his personal bodyguard in Denver. <laughs> Um, and so that's, you know, it's a duty I take very seriously and, uh, you know, it has, it has some side benefits as well. You know, I get to go to the Taylor Swift concert and get all of his 16, you know, year old girl kind of, you know, scraps. So it works out great. <laughs> that sounds like a lot of fun. Although having gone to concerts with 16 year old girls, I've learned their elbows are very sharp. So you have to be careful out there. It was the most insane experience I have ever had in my life. Like, Were you guys just mobbed? Yeah. I, I, it's funny. Like, I guess, I don't know what we thought was going to happen, but uh, we're like, yeah, this is like a great idea. First of all, we all love Taylor Swift. So, you know, we're not going <laughs> to miss that show when she comes to Denver. But, you know, we're walking in and, you know, we, you know, we stop for like, two seconds to take a picture just with like the friends. And as soon as we do that, like it just gave all these girls, it's like, they're like censored, like their radar just went off. And so like, boom, they're all coming after. And then they'll walk up to me like, you're JJ, right? I'm like, yeah. They're like, can you help me get in line first to take a picture with Ben? I'm like, oh, <laughs> You're just the vehicle. Like, we oh, want a yeah, picture with you, JJ. And Ben too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like, only only if you can help us hang out with Ben. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, what are you excited for for Ben's season? Do you think he's gonna find love? Well, you know what I'm I'm hoping is that, um, you know, if, if they're really gonna do this right, I mean, Ben is, um, you know, I've always said like, you know, Ben's like above reproach. Like, you you're not gonna find he won't sink into, no matter what takes place. Like, I really feel like he's gonna stay above the fray. I think he's you know, going to be an amazing bachelor for them, but like they need to really do him a favor and bring in, you know, legitimate, you know, quality girls. And I think it's going to be interesting because, you know, the girl that Ben really could marry, um, you know, probably needs to have a little bit of a, you know, a Christian kind of religious background. And I don't know, you know, they're going to stock the pond with a lot of crazy, probably, obviously, right? <laughs> like, you just wonder, like, you just hope that they stock the pond with enough legitimate quality people for him um, to give him, you know, a great chance. Like, I, I hope that that's the case. Yeah. But, uh, they did a pretty um, good job with Sean's season. Yeah. So, Sean fingers had good, crossed. A good selection. And it was still a fun season, Despite, despite the Christianity, <laughs> despite the yeah, despite the general See, like normality. Him, so, yeah, so like, is that was he very similar in, in kind He's of that? Very, yeah, Christian, very, very. So the the girls were mostly fairly religious, although oh. Catherine was not, but she she is she, now. She is, yeah, <laughs> she has since converted. Yeah, I mean, amazing how that works, right? Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're we're really looking forward to that that season could go a couple of ways <laughs> and yeah um, it'll be fun and i'm also i think we're really looking forward to having monday nights free for a few months before yeah and hopefully you'll be able to to take advantage and go on some more tinder dates so let us know how oh, that goes hey there's you know just for you know because <laughs> i very rarely get this opportunity like i have 
only had Tinder for one month of my life, and that was <laughs> like two and a half years ago. I'm out on Tinder. All these girls that like are tweeting at me, like, "Oh my gosh, like I want to move to Denver." So I'm in JJ's tw- like Tinder rate stuff. Like, ladies, save yourself. Do not move. Okay. Yeah, Please, like, those <laughs> seem like the, the exact people you definitely want to be dating. Yeah. So good yeah, luck Tinder out there. It's not where you know a single dad should be. You know, like you know, casting his line. So, um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, definitely was, you should yeah, go back on Bachelor in Paradise. Like, funny, like, you know, equivalent of tender and I couldn't even come up with it. So I'm <laughs> really operating on a high level this morning. So I love that. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for joining us. This was really fun. And please come back, you know, hopefully in person during The Bachelor. <laughs> I, I would love to. This has been a lot of fun, and uh, I mean, I appreciate you guys, you know, reaching out to me a long time ago, and and just being nice and fun, and uh, you know, giving me the benefit of the doubt when you know I think most people weren't willing to. So thank you very much. <laughs> oh, it's our pleasure. Thanks so much again for coming on. Sounds good. Well, you All guys right. have a good, uh, uh, you know, gosh, what a brutal Tuesday, right? Like this yeah. is one of like, the worst Tuesdays of the year. It's basically it Monday. Yeah. So I'm already, you know, I already want to leave and I just got to the office. Yeah. An hour and a half ago. (laughs) All right. Well, have a good one. Thanks again. Yep. You're welcome. Have a great day. All right. You too. You too. Bye. And that's it for Here to Make Friends. Thanks to our producer, Caitlin Boguki, and our audio engineer, Brad Shannon. And of course, thanks to our guest, JJ Lane. Please let us know what you think of the show. You'll find us on Twitter at Emma Lady Rose and at Claire E. Fallon. And you can also send us an email at here to make friends at HuffingtonPost.com. If you like the show, please be sure to tell a friend and subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. And don't forget to leave us a rating or a comment wherever you subscribe. It's always the best part of our day. Plus, it helps other people discover our show. This is Emma Gray and Claire Fallon. We'll talk to you in January when The Bachelor returns. In the meantime, enjoy your Monday nights. Thanks for listening. Hear that? It's the call of the Crave. And when the Crave calls, you know what to do. Try the $5 Bacon Bundle. Because the only thing better than a White Castle slider is a White Castle slider topped with crispy hickory smoked bacon. So pick any two of either the Bacon Cheese Slider, 1921 Bacon Cheese Slider, or Chicken Bacon Ranch Slider. And also get a small fry for just $5 with the $5 Bacon Bundle. White Castle. Follow your crave. Whether you're making the same breakfast that you have every day or baking a cake for an extra special day, eggs are a staple in our diets. Eggland's best eggs are nutritionally superior to ordinary eggs, containing more vitamins and 25% less saturated fat. Not only are they better for you, but Eggland's best eggs taste better too. There's a reason that they're America's number one eggs. Visit egglandsbest.com for additional information and delicious recipes.